0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today is our week in review. That and other news coming up on the Decrypt Daily. good morning everyone it's friday october 21st 2022 18 days until election day working hard have you guys voted yet let me know if you voted absentee are you planning just to vote on november 8th are you mailing in are you going down early where do you live who are you voting for who's your peoples let me know Matthew at crypto.co let's get into those crypto prices And I'm recording this at 11:10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $18,986 down 1.6% in 24. Ethereum is at $1,280 down 2% in 24. Tether is number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is number 5 at 267 down 1.8%. Quick tidbit of news. Bitcoin's 20-day realized volatility has fallen below the Nasdaq and the S&P 500s. This is the first time in two years Bitcoin is more stable than the markets, the stock markets, the traditional markets, that is. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. And by the way, Solana is down like 7% in 24 hours. Uh, it's just tanking, which makes me wonder what are the top losers in 24 hours? Top losers are Axie Infinity down 10.5%, ENS is down. 8.4%. Uniswap is down 8.3% and Terra Luna is down 7%. The total market cap is down 2%. It's at 908.9 billion. The BTC dominance is up a little bit at 40.1 and the F dominance is 17.2. Moving into our week in review, we're going to start with Monday as we should start with because that's how the week starts. But Monday we heard that Hobby's token was taken off. Today, its market cap is $1.18 billion, which makes it the 43rd largest crypto asset. The price right now for Huobi token, ticker HT, is $7.70. It's down in 24 hours, just like everything else, but it's still number 43 on CoinMarketCap. The reason why this thing is mooning is because the founder, Lee Li Lin, sold a stake in the company to About Capital. It's a Hong Kong-based management firm. Lee Li Lin was looking to sell his stake to Lee Lin was looking to sell a stake in Huobi between a valuation of $2 billion and $3 billion. Well, he's done so, and Justin Sun, the founder of Tron, and the owner of Poloniex, became an exchange advisor. And About Capital has said that we're going to invest in Huobi to continue making it a better exchange. On Monday, we also heard that North Korea's state-sponsored cyber-criminal group Lazarus has attacked Japanese crypto firms. The attacks were carried out using phishing and social engineering techniques. The Lazarus attackers allegedly reached out to target companies by pretending to be crypto company executives in emails and social media. After establishing contact, the attackers then affected the target company's internal systems with malware before making off of crypto. And then you're wondering, oh, is this common? Oh, yeah, it's really common. And they get paid really well to do these kind of things, like in April, when Lazarus Group was connected to a $622 million attack on Sky Mavis' Ethereum sidechain Ronin. And then in June, Lazarus was suspected to take $100 million on Harmony. Continuing with Monday, 2% of Brian Armstrong's Coinbase stock will be sold to fund life extension scientific research. Armstrong holds around 19% of Coinbase's shares, putting his holdings at around $2.7 billion. 2% would be about $54 million. He said this, I'm passionate about accelerating science and tech and helping solve some of the world's biggest challenges. To further this, I'm planning on selling 2% of my Coinbase holdings over the next year to fund scientific research and companies like New Limit and Research Hub. And finally, on Monday, we had some closure on the Mango Markets Platform hack, which a hacker made away with, it looks like $114 million. How did they make away with it? Well, they didn't. Mango Dow said, hey, you know what? If you give back $67 million worth of tokens, we're going to let you keep $47 million of it. We'll just call it a bug bounty. And yeah, we won't press charges. You go on your merry way. So basically, this person hacked a crypto company, made off with 114. million. The crypto company said, hey... You give us back 67, we'll pay you $47 million for showing us what's up. That's absolutely insane. But I guess the hacker made off with $47 million scot free. Congratulations, I guess. On Tuesday, we heard about the Solana killer, Aptos. It was touted as the most safest and most scalable layer one blockchain. People were saying that it was going to get 100,000 transactions per second in its final form. However, the current form was rather underwhelming. Around four transactions per second, which makes it slower than Bitcoin. And they don't care because they're still going to keep pushing this Aptos chain. And everybody's wondering if it can live up to the hype about its tech. Because Aptos NFTs, they're coming. And they may put the network scalability claims to the test. If it fails, then you got rugged. If it succeeds, then maybe we have our next moon token. Aptos was invested in by heavyweights like Andreessen Horowitz, $200 million, and FTX Ventures, $150 million. Continuing on Tuesday, on Tuesday we heard that FTX.us and founder Sam Bankman Fried are being investigated by the Texas state regulators over potential security violations according to a state filing. In a statement shared with Decrypt, FTX spokespersons said, We have been in talks with this Texas state regulator for a while. We have an active application for a license, which has been pending, and we believe are operating within the full bounds of what we can do in the interim. We look forward to continuing working with Texas. Continuing on Tuesday, on Tuesday we heard Walmart's CTO say that crypto is going to play a very important role, and obviously we want to be there where the customers really need us to be. Whether it's physical goods, virtual goods, cryptocurrencies play a part in terms of what customers want. Basically, Walmart is getting into the metaverse. And we knew that already because September they launched Walmart Land and Walmart's Universe of Play, two online game worlds within the popular gaming platform Roblox. Talk about cradle to grave. And finally on Tuesday, which I thought was really cool, Bicycle Playing Cards, a 137-year-old brand, bought a board ape. They purchased Board Ape 1227 for around 103 F or $187,000. What do they plan to do with it? Well, they're going to start making playing cards with Board Apes on them. Specifically, the Board Ape that they just purchased, because now they have the IP. And so Board Ape 1227 will be on Bicycle's new playing cards. Pretty cool. On Wednesday, I think we had the most important news of the week. The IRS came out and gave NFT investors clarity on how the assets are going to be taxed. As per the 2022 tax year guidelines, all digital assets, including stablecoins, NFTs, and cryptocurrencies are set under the same tax guidelines. And so there's two big changes. Number one, virtual currencies is not the term. Everything is digital assets. And number two, NFTs are going to be taxed as cryptocurrencies or as digital assets. Basically, the same as stocks, which, if you are short term capital gain hodlers, is taxed as income. If you're long term capital gain hodlers, then it's going to be taxed as a progressive scale from zero to 20%, depending on how much you sell. And why is this notable? Because it's not the collectible tax rate of 28%, which is a lot more than capital gains tax, long term capital gains tax, to be specific. Do you have a Bitwalla slash Nuri account? Well, you better pay attention to this. The CEO said this, Unfortunately, we have not been able to find investors to continue our mission and have asked our customers to withdraw their funds by December 18th of 2022 so the business can be terminated and liquidated. So if you have any coins or money or and whatever, if you use Bitwallet slash Nuri, then please take your assets out ASAP. Yesterday, Sam Bankman Freed, he out a tweet thread that was pretty long, but there were some points there that we really wanted to highlight. He said this, at a high level, we need regulatory oversight and customer protection. We need to ensure an open, free economy where peer-to-peer transfers, code validators, etc. are presumably free. We should establish regulation and until then standards to ensure A and B, the two clauses that I just read. Continue to say, first it means we have to have blacklisted and not allowed lists for illicit financial activity. We need fast, reliable lists of addresses associated with illicit finance. But peer-to-peer transfers should generally be free as long as they're not going to sanctioned actors. This can simultaneously enforce sanctions compliance effectively while making sure that you don't need a passport or social security number to buy a bagel from 7 Eleven. Now Crypto Twitter is criticizing this for one specific reason. This seems to coincide with the Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act, or the DCCPA bill, which is right now being looked at by Congress to give the powers to the CFTC to manage crypto exchanges, DeFi, and so on and so forth. Basically, people are saying that SBF is quietly lobbying Congress to get this done, which is going to pass power more to centralized exchanges. Interesting. Yesterday, we heard that Tesla still has a buttload of Bitcoin. Even though they sold off 75% of their Bitcoin hodlings, which was around $936 million when they did, Tesla still has $222 million worth of digital assets on its balance sheet at the end of June. And finally, the other big news yesterday was that Solana is making a smartphone. It's called Saga. It's going to have a Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1 processor, a 6.67-inch OLED display, 12 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of internal storage it'll cost a thousand bucks. He's trying to democratize cell phones. Interesting. And moving into today's news. The International Criminal Police Organization, or Interpol, has announced the launch of its fully operational metaverse. I'm serious with this. This is absolutely insane. And it's initially designed for activities such as immersive training courses and forensic investigations. <laughs> and it's the first ever metaverse specifically designed for law enforcement worldwide. Among other things, the platform will also help law enforcement across the globe to interact with each other via avatars. Hilarious. I don't know why Zoom doesn't work, but, <laughs> but okay. Okay. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or the FDIC, alongside other federal banking agencies, is expected to issue industry-wide guidelines for financial institutions dealing in crypto. They said all stablecoin issuers should, just like banks, whether federal or state-chartered, be subject to prudential regulation and oversight. And I have to agree with this. If you make a stablecoin, it's supposed to be stable. It should be backed by the US dollar, or the euro, or the pound, or whatever you're backing it by. Not buy some stupid algorithm weighted with all kinds of dumb crap and then rugs everybody. Yes, regulate stable coins. Please, thank you. If you disagree with me, Matthew Aaron at Crypto.co. And finally today, I have a nice little interesting stat for you. The United States accounts for 37% of all DeFi activity. Who's number two? Western Europe with 31%. That's a total of 68% of all DeFi activity is the United States and Western Europe. Europe. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. You guys know I love emerging tech, Web3, blockchain, Bitcoin, all these different things. I'm a sci-fi junkie, a Trekkie. I love hitting the gym. Actually, I have new gym equipment sitting outside my door right now that I got to go put downstairs in my basement. Got a new bar from Rogue, the Ohio Bar, Obviously to support Ohio companies, but I'm also running for U.S. Congress and a politics junkie. So I want to know from you, who are you voting for on November 8th, if you want to tell me? Why are you voting for them? Are you sitting out? Are you voting? Are you voting early? Are you mailing in your ballot? Let me know, And If you don't want me to read it on air, just for conversation purposes, just put in the email and I won't. Matthewarenactcrypt.co. And until Monday, happy hodling, everyone.